Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Happy weekend and good morning to you, radio family in 2023. I say good morning and welcome to our public affairs program. It is the weekend edition of Community Focus Jumpstarting not only our public affairs show, but what a great start to indeed a new year and a continuation, of course, of talking about good people who are doing some good things in our communities. And let me tell you, I cannot think of a better way to jumpstart a new year than the continuation of what initially is still somewhat in its infancy as we began this last year. But I'm so happy that this will be a great way to get started with 2023 and our continuation of workforce development, rolling out 2023. That's kind of going to be our theme for today. And we have a lot to talk about as regards this particular subject matter. So anytime I say the two words, workforce development, one person comes to mind, and that's my brother, Joel Leonard. And Joel, indeed, what a great way to jumpstart a new year. Good morning, and how are you, my friend, in 2023? Good morning. Yeah, I mean, the whole purpose of what we're talking about is trying to lift people out of poverty and help more companies become more efficient so that more profits are brought to this community. Absolutely. And you just sound like you are ready to come out of the gate with this, my friend, you always share such insightful information. And I tell you, I really don't know if there would really even be much of a public affairs program without good folk like you. So thank you for what you have been doing. And like I said, our relationship goes way back. So we've been doing this for a while. And it's a blessing that good folk like you are still in our communities doing what you're doing. And of course, when we talk about good people, I can think of another gentleman who has also made an impact on the community and particularly towards our young folk who listen to our public affairs program. So I also want to welcome to our conversation, Joel, this morning, a gentleman who is certainly no stranger to this program and through his organization, Punch for Kids, has really been making a lasting impact. So Stephen Matthews, good morning. How are you, sir? Good morning, Renee. Happy New Year. Thank you very much. And I'm hoping that your 2023 has gotten off to to a good start. So, gentlemen, let's just do that. Let's just get things started. And, Joel, I want to pick up with you because we do have a lot of great information to talk about, especially getting our new year started and particularly all the things, like you said, in helping individuals who are listening to this program 
get us lifted out of poverty and in particularly focusing on the jobs that many of our area communities have been bringing about that very few people likely don't know much about if it wasn't for this public affairs show. Yes, and so after Stephen, we're going to talk about what Stephen's doing to get the these kids that he's kind of adopted. Absolutely. Uh, get them launched and get them going. But after that, we have the vice president of the Association for Facilities Engineering, who used to be the facilities manager of Dell, and then he converted, helped convert that into Herbal Life. And he is going to be hosting a big meeting that Stephen's actually bringing at least 10 and perhaps more uh, to get them exposed to what our problem is, is we build too many silos. We get people, kids are separated from manufacturing, Mm -hmm. and then they wonder why they don't know anything about manufacturing because they've never been in a plant. They've never seen some of the topics and issues that are confronting those plants. And so uh, later in January, we're going to be hosting a big meeting at Herbalife, and uh, Paul helped uh, organize that and uh, letting Stephen, this is kind of breaking their rules. They're, they're making a, uh, giving him special permission to bring his students in and uh, let them get exposed to two of the best, uh, biggest economic developers in the state talking mm-hmm. about the mega changes that are going on in North Carolina. Excellent. So, Stephen, basically the floor is yours for those who may be new to the program and listening and hearing about you for the very first time. Kind of give us a, a little recap, if you will. Talk a little bit about Punch for Kids, how it came about. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And give us an update, a progress report on on what your young ones are doing now. And tell us about your awards you just got. Yes, congratulations. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Uh, so, Punch for Pound Kids, of course, we've utilized, we've utilized the sport of boxing as a very unique engagement tool, um, also a very unique empowerment tool. Um, and so now having the opportunity to empower 
youth, teens, young adults from a social emotional learning standpoint, strategic planning, critical thinking, just as much as impacting and empowering them on the physical fitness and mental wellness components. And so uh, and for this particular conversation, we're excited about the exposure opportunity that we're going to provide this untapped pool of talent, yeah. so to speak, and being able to kind of create a bridge from our community to these employers. And so um, that's what I'm super ecstatic about. I'm highly appreciative of Joel yeah. reaching out and making sure that we can make this happen. Mm -hmm. uh, we have about 10 to, I'll say about 15 teens and young adults that are going to accompany, accompany us on the 24th of January. Nice. So we're excited about that opportunity. Um, as Joel and I continue to work closely together, we're going to be implementing a 3D printing program. And so what we want to continue to do is close the disparity gap from the educational exposure side just as much as the employment opportunity side. And so working with Cameo as well, um, she has a great job readiness uh, curriculum. We're going to prepare them from a soft skill standpoint and just ensuring that they have a solid fundamental um, block of skills in preparation to going into entry level and being able to be an asset to these manufacturing companies. Wow. Now, Stephen, that's a fantastic way to jumpstart a brand new year. First of all, I wanted to ask, what what's the typical age range of, of the kids that will be accompanying you this year? Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't answer that. So, no, you're fine. On a Monday through Saturday basis, we open our facility to five-year-olds, pre-Ks, all mm -hmm. the way up to our adults. And that means that we provide a fitness component for our adults uh, just as much as we do for our youth. Um, and so Monday through Friday, uh, we have an after-school program. Uh, we have a youth boxing program uh, that encompasses our mentoring and our tutoring. And so that's where our greatest relationship with Top Point University student body as well as ANT student body mm -hmm. uh, has grown, uh, especially for our ANT student body. We have um, team interns that come in and transfer to uh, supplemental instructors. So that means they can be a math tutor, a reading tutor, or they can become a strength and conditioner, a boxing coach. And so, uh, yes, we, we've we've had a great run. Yeah. What I'm excited about, Renee, is the opportunity that we've kind of evolved into an extension of support, mm -hmm. not just community and the household parent of the kid, but now school systems Excellent. being able to work closely with nonprofits just as much as municipal and county governments. And so we're, we're going to continue to do our job on the ground level, but a part of our evolving and understanding, and this is key, when we work with a demographic that may be challenged in certain areas, we want to close that gap. But in order for us to believe and see effective transformation, how do we impact the household? Exactly. So once that particular student or teen goes back home, how can we impact the household? Because that's where the challenges occur, and that's where some of the decision-makers have to be made per circumstances. And so we wanted to make sure we put 10 toes inside our workforce, economic growth, and being able to see how we can assist our families in mitigating out of poverty. Absolutely, Stephen. And let me just add on a personal note, I think what really attributes to the success of Punch for Pounds Kids is, of course, you as its founder, but you have a great partner in, in Cameo, and, and I wish she was with us here in this conversation today. I know she's with us in spirit, and she's such an equally valuable part of, of the team and just the, the organization 
as a whole. And so I just wanted to personally say to both of you and to everyone who works with you and has shown support, whether it comes from someone like Joel or someone like me, to thank you both for really introducing this to a lot of families who otherwise likely wouldn't have an outlet that would help to stimulate our kids in going in towards this direction when we talk about workforce development. And when we talk about the particular jobs that, of course, Joel, as you no doubt know, are continuing to, from the standpoint that our baby boomers are retiring, the question always becomes, who's going to be the next incoming generation to take over these jobs? And with the advent and the way that we have seen technology just continue to improve and to grow, our young people have so much potential because they have such a great amount of technology to work with. So thank you for what you do, Stephen, and and a big thanks to Cameo. Cinder, my thanks and my greetings as well. So tell uh, us about all these accolades you're getting, Steve. Yes, exactly. It's wonderful that the community is finally waking up to realize they need to support you. Yeah. So tell us what's going on there. Definitely, definitely. Thank you. So I want to give Cameo uh, applaud her. She is uh, clearly like our number one fan, biggest supporter. She does all the quiet little things, (laughs) such as getting the community up and down the chain um, to know what's going on with Pressure Pounds. Uh, and Stephen Matthews, and so we were just awarded um, excellence award of excellence uh, from our Black Email Corporation. We just received quietly. We haven't uh, even well, we're telling everyone now, but <laughs> we just received the Greensboro Chamber of Commerce Leadership Award. Wow. That'll be where um, the eighth. We have that event, um, so we'll receive that award. And so we've been getting some. We've been getting recognized for some of the great work we've doing. Excellent. We're doing. Uh, Joe, Renee, you know, the awards are great. I tell you, um, I, I really appreciate and I'm really honored that we're being recognized. Um, what we want to continue to focus on is why did we get recognized? And that's pretty much the execution of mm-hmm. what we're focused on doing. And so we're we super ecstatic about the awards, but find so much pleasure in making sure we get the job done on the ground. And, and that's where we want to be able to leverage the award. Uh, so to speak, is ensuring that the right people know what we're doing, and that we want to be a, an extension right. of support uh, and making sure that resources are making it to the right communities and getting to the right families. Mm-hmm. And so um, I, I want to thank uh, the city of Greensboro Chamber of Commerce just as much as I want to thank the Black Email for these recent awards. Um, and, and for all the listeners that are hearing, uh, STEM is big, 3D printing is big, robotics. Uh, we want to make sure that manufacturing we're getting these communities trained and ready for the opportunities that are clearly uh arising and that are here now and so um thank you again joe uh definitely well thank you well let me interject this in 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 our conversation again uh steven congratulations to you and cameo and to punch for pounds kids not only in just getting the uh, the award, but the greatest reward is who it benefits, which is our young ones. And thank you, Radio Family, for your fine company as well. You are listening to the Weekend Edition of Community Focus, and we will be back right after this break. It is the Weekend Edition of Community Focus. Happy weekend, good morning, and welcome to our public affairs program. Getting the word out and talking about good people who are continuing to do good things in our communities 
And we certainly have a wonderful topic of discussion as we jumpstart another new year. Welcoming you, radio family. Thank you for the fine company. Yours truly, Renee Vaughn. And I've got a good group of people joining me. We are back to continue, speaking of a new year, workforce development, rolling out 2023. And I've got three gentlemen who are doing some fantastic things in our communities. I've got Joel Leonard joining me this morning. Joel, who is a regular contributor to our public affairs program. And Joel, we brought a couple of friends along with us. We've got Stephen Matthews who represents Punch for Pounds Kids. And we're also so happy to have with us this morning, Paul Sheehy, who is the VP of Association of Facilities Engineering, going to discuss more in depth of the maintenance and skill crisis. And Joel, that's been a topic of discussion that we have covered quite a bit here on our public affairs program, Community Focus. So, Mr. Sheehy, first of all, good morning. How are you, sir? I am well. Thank you for allowing me to join you. Absolutely. And Joel, you know, you you are automatically my co-host. I shouldn't even have to tell you that. So anytime, (laughs) (laughs) my friend, you want to interject in our great conversation, feel free to uh, take the reins. I've known Paul since the early 1990s, and, and, uh, and Paul has been very active in supporting the facilities management and engineering profession. And and he's part of the reason why I kind of taken this, uh, made it my life's mission to, to build the next generation of skilled technicians and right. fighting the maintenance and skills crisis because people like Paul have told me all the challenges that they face in trying to find qualified people to do the work that they have to do in order to get their products out the door. Right. And um, so, Paul, uh, um, Tell us more about you and what you're doing now. Paul, you, for those who don't know, Paul uh, was the facilities director of Dell Computer back when it was in Kernersville. Right. And then when Dell left, he helped transition that building to becoming Herbalife Nutrition. And then he just retired in the last couple of years. And he's focusing, he's still quite active and still has so much to offer. And you'll hear this guy is, is a true genius. And and he uh, will he is very active in actually consulting with area businesses and giving them kind of an outsider's perspective mm-hmm. as to what they can do to improve their operations to help validate their concerns and issues and help them marshal some efforts for improvement. So, uh, Paul, uh, and then also he's the re- he's the regional vice president of the Association for Facilities Engineering which is a professional development organization that supports the advancement of engineers. So I'll uh, expand on that. (laughs) Too much of a lead. (laughs) No pressure, Paul, no pressure. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, uh, thank you, Joel. And and as you know, as you've seen and and I see every day the, the tremendous need uh, of of maintenance people and uh, te- technical oriented folks, uh, I see it daily. I see it everywhere, and uh, companies, businesses, retail shops, shopping centers, automotive, aviation, uh, manufacturing. Everybody's looking for maintenance staff, um, and and now multiply that by a thousand because of of these same companies wanting to expand, uh, grow their businesses, but now we've got 
uh, Toyota and Vinfast and Wolfspeed mm-hmm. and uh, Boom Supersonic, you know, knocking on our doorstep. And, and they're all looking for that top talent. So huge need. Um, maintenance and facility fields uh, need to be filled with, with folks that, that uh, can help out on this shortage. And but the shortage is now exacerbated beyond what we've experienced in in recent years. So definitely a need. And that's why having Stephen Matthews, who can convey that to all the kids that he's working with, I think it's so important to have on the call. Don't you, Stephen and Paul? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Definitely. Definitely. Very excited. Uh, We didn't mention this before. I know. Joel and I was in, were in Charlotte, and we had the opportunity to speak at a manufacturing conference. And so just realizing the need on both sides from community to employers, I feel very privileged and honored to be able to build that bridge and connect. And so uh, thank you, Paul, for, for the opportunity for us today to bring our, our teens and young adults to the January 24th event. Yeah, thank you for that, and, and we look forward to, to having a good turnout to, to hear from the North Carolina Economic Developers. Wonderful. Uh, Gentlemen, can you speak a little bit on that? Give our listeners, our radio audience, uh, a little more information on perhaps how they can become a part of that event if they should need additional information and, of course, want to be there in person to support you. Well, thanks. Um, So the Association for Facilities Engineering, and this is our local chapter out of Greensboro Mm -hmm. that handles Piedmont Triad, is hosting an event uh, at the Herbalife facility on January 24th at 3 p.m., where we're going to have two lead speakers from North Carolina Economic Development uh, and and a nearby county development uh, about the actual things going on behind the scenes with Toyota and Vinfast and uh, Boom Supersonic, et cetera. Um, you know, we're not all aware of all the things that are happening on this corridor, right. uh, what they call the North Carolina core. Uh, and it's a core corridor of development that's occurring. And because of that, we felt it was important to invite local companies, especially HR people, mm-hmm. uh, to, to hear what's happening, because it's going to be a, a bigger struggle <laughs> to fill all the needs that, that are, will occur. So that's happening. Uh, and, and I guess uh, the simplest thing since, Renee, uh, Joel is a regular on your program. He probably has his contact information out right. there, and, and so we can direct inquiries to that through Excellent. him. Yes. yes. Yeah, I'll go ahead and give out my phone number. People want to call me, and I know there's a lot of HR folks that listen to this program, mm-hmm. so definitely you would want to be there. My number is 336-338-1011. Uh, and, Nay, you've been airing this, and I've been getting a lot of good phone calls Excellent. from great people who called yeah. in the past, so I would welcome the opportunity to speak to people, 336-338-1011. Wonderful. And Joel, and, and I thank both you and, and Paul for sharing this. And this is one of the highlights of having a public affairs program such as this. I also wanted to add that I do believe the timing of our conversation today couldn't have been any better because, gentlemen, I wanted to share this with you. This actually was featured 
in an article from NPR, National Public Radio. And ironically, they have a section called Your Money. And the topic of this particular article says America needs carpenters and plumbers. Try telling that to Generation Z. And it goes into detail about a young man. His first name is Justin. He's a 20-year-old. And it's basically saying that these days, as a carpentry apprentice, he installs drywall in houses with the rest of his construction crew. But he said that he likes concrete the best. But what I really caught or what caught my attention about this particular article, it goes on to say, while Gen Z, often described as people born between 1997 and 2012, is on track to become the most educated generation. However, fewer young folks are opting for traditionally hands-on jobs in the skilled trade and technical industries. And so I thought in reading this article and then what we're discussing about today and, and Joel or Paul and, and Stephen, if you like, I can I can forward the link to this particular article. It really went into detail of how there is such a need whether it's for carpentry, whether it is for plumbing, whether it is for mechanical engineering, whatever the situation happens to be, the, the, the main point is that there is a need. And here is a generation of kids who probably are not well aware of the wonderful future that they could have in these various fields. Absolutely. Yeah, Paul, why don't you explain some of the challenges that you faced when you were exactly. hiring folks? Well, it is always a challenge, certainly finding folks that <clears throat> that are in the field and, and want to work. But to me, there's so much untapped talent out exactly. there. Exactly. Um, they just don't know it. Yeah. And, <laughs> sure. and I, I just think that untapped talent needs encouragement. They need confidence. But uh, in in reality, do they, do they have a passion to fix things? Right. That's really what I feel boils down to if, if someone's got a real passion to fix things, uh, then, you know, they just need to zero in on, on what is it that they enjoy the most. And then they are, they're using their brain to, to look at problems and break them down into what's wrong and how to fix it. But then they're using their hands to execute the repair. And, and so, yeah, our schools and, and tech training, centers certainly expose students to, to lines of, of trade and et cetera. But uh, the real thing would be engagement of these students in, in working with a mentor and truly developing that passion for a specific type of work. There is a huge, uh, huge career path, certainly doing this, as you just mentioned, Renee. Yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, Paul, you're just spot on because getting back to that article, employers are struggling to find young workers to take jobs in in the various skilled trades that we're talking about. But thankfully, we, we have programs such as this and individuals like yourself and Stephen and Joel that are making an impact on our young ones. And Joel, as you mentioned earlier, the feedback that you've been getting and Stephen, that you've been getting, that there are individuals, our young ones who are listening to us right now, who probably are saying, you know, I need to be in contact with you gentlemen because, you know, I have a passion for this or I have a need. And like you said, it's just that untapped talent and individuals like you gentlemen 
who was showing an interest in these young ones to to spark that interest, to get them really looking in this direction of saying, this is something that I can do. And of course, Joel, this will be a way to, to fill in that gap of our baby boomers who are retiring from these particular fields. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I think it's absolutely wonderful. We're making great progress here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and we have uh, New Core Steel absolutely. who's adding to the challenge as well. They're going to be rolling out. And we've got the engineer actually shipped in from Texas that's helping build the plant. I met him at the Lexington Barbecue Fest. He is willing to talk to us in excellent. depth about okay. what their needs are. And Paul and Stephen, y'all are welcome to stay on the call if you want. And we can get him to the conversation and he can talk about what it is the weekend edition of Community Focus. Wonderful company from you, radio family and members of our Community Focus family. And I certainly want to take this opportunity to say thank you for tuning in here every week in our Odyssey stations. Yours truly, Renee Vaughn, and I am joined by a wonderful group of gentlemen. Again, we are jumpstarting a brand new year with Workforce Development rolling out 2023. And we have added another new member to our community focused family. Of course, we have our regular members and Joel Leonard, who has been really the spearhead of our weekly conversations on workforce development and we're also joined by Stephen Matthews who is a part of a wonderful organization that works with our young ones when we talk about skill development punch for pounds kids we've also been in great conversation with Mr. Paul Sheehy VP of Association for Facilities and Engineering and now, Joel, drum roll, please. <laughs> we can also add to the family. One, Mr. Jonathan Gregory, who is an engineer at Newcore Steel and the New Steel Mill in Davidson County. He's going to share with the community and with us, Radio Family, how one person can land the 150 plus jobs for a new plant. So, Jonathan, good morning and welcome to the Community Focus family. How are you? Oh, I'm doing good. Thank you for very much for having us. Absolutely. Well, I got to thank my buddy Joel, my, my brother, who has just been such an integral part of why we have wonderful conversations such as this and really making the community aware of the need when it comes to young workers and taking jobs and the skill trades. So, Joel, if you want to get things started with Jonathan or shall I, I'll, I'll leave it totally up to you. Well, I, I will uh, I will start this, and, and, and we are so blessed to have Jonathan and his whole company come line up. Uh, Newcore Steel, for those that don't know, is a – and we've got somebody with some background. If we can kind of mute that, uh, Stephen, I think that might be you. Um, that would be great. But anyway, we are uh, so blessed to have uh, a new companies coming to North Carolina and giving us new options, but also creating new challenges. And right. that's why it's important that we get this word out there so that more efforts and more training and more preparations involved to fill the over 150 jobs that they have to fill to get that operation going. And and also, this is a, a coming after I just, that was probably one of the first media outlets to ever interview uh, Newcore, and they actually published in Davidson County Local for those that want to see the article, they can Google Davidson County Local and see the story 
that tells them what we're going to talk about here in a second. But uh, but anyway, Stephen, do you mind muting your phone? Yeah, I don't think that's my phone, buddy. It may it may be mine. We're we're all kind of in one big room. Oh, okay. No, but that's all the right. great thing about live radio. <laughs> <laughs> well, Steve, uh, John, go ahead and got, he comes from us from Tyler, Texas. So uh, he's now a North Carolinian. Yeah, welcome, uh, welcome. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So um, as, as far as uh, the company, you know, our company headquarters has been in Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, and we have a couple divisions um, in the surrounding area with South Carolina and in North Carolina with Herford County. But um, Newcore made an announcement earlier last year about uh, building a micro mill here, here in Lexington, and we're all really excited about it. Um, but since the announcement, we've made a significant amount of progress with uh, – you know, purchasing the land and acquiring all the necessary tools and everything to get started on the construction. Uh, but just to kind of put the word out there, we're we're looking to post positions uh, as early as the beginning of March uh, of this year. Um, how 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 specific do you want me to get in there? Uh, well, I'd like any information about it. Well, tell them about what some of the jobs are and, and what some of the skill sets, some of the uh, prerequisites, what are some Ex- of the attributes ac- that you're looking for. Absolutely. Okay. Um, so as far as uh, what will be coming out in, in March, uh, we're, we have several job positions out there already. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the main entry-level production and the, the, the main mass of job positions won't come out until March. Um, as far as our entry level production positions, um, we're looking for as far as a prerequisite, you know, knowing about our company is definitely going to be, you know, great for anybody coming in interested, uh, to join part of the team. Um, as far as any base level prerequisites, um, of course need to be over eight, over the years, over 18 years old mm-hmm. just to be in the manufacturing business. Um, other than that, a dedicated teammate that's hungry to learn and has a great attitude and is very team oriented is what we're really looking for. And uh, what I really appreciate that too, uh, Jonathan, if, if I can uh, interject, is that with these particular uh, prerequisites that you're looking for and what you uh, personally desire as far as the attributes. I think it's really important, especially for younger ones who are listening to to our program, because I know you're looking for the ideal person. But I think it's also important, too, that there are certain age groups or certain minority groups in which traditionally may either be ignored or the, the focus isn't put on that. And what I'm basically trying to say is not only are we trying to encourage younger ones but with skill sets such as this, we're trying to encourage perhaps uh, young women, because when we think about a skill set such as this, I think our mindset typically is these are jobs that are just for, you know, a person who is a male or someone who, you know, traditionally most women don't fit 
this particular job description. Of course, we know that that over the, the, the generations, that has greatly changed because when we look at skilled technicians, we're likely seeing an increase of women in these particular positions. Would you agree on that? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And also... I wouldn't say... Right. And also in regards, I was going to say, too, when we think about minorities as well, this is, you know, we're, we're looking for, for persons from, from all walks of, of life. So we're really just basically trying to break those old fashioned stereotypes that these jobs only fit a certain criteria or group of people. Right. And, and that's 100 percent the case. I mean, it's not. Gender specific or right. you know minority specific. This is just a general teammate. I mean, the more the more diversity or diversified you are, exactly. uh, you know, our culture is a firm believer that it makes you that much more successful. Exactly, exactly. Well, let me ask you this question: What type of positions do you desire to fill? Can you give us a breakdown on that? Uh, just for a breakdown, like I, like I said before, entry-level production teammate, that's mm. just someone that doesn't necessarily have to know how to make steel because, you know, we're a company that we can teach you how to make steel. Um, but other than just a, a team-focused attitude, high integrity, mm-hmm. safety-oriented, you know, that's what that's what will make us or break us. Yeah. You know, nobody nobody wants to have anybody dread to come to work. Um, and everything else that is skill-specific, we plan on training because we have a safety we have a safety team, a safety background, and that's our main focus is we don't want anybody to go home any different mm-hmm. than when they left to come to work. Absolutely. Uh, so uh, tell us more about the mechanical position. Do you mind telling us about the mechanical positions you've got planned or need? So with our mechanical positions and anything in maintenance, mechanics and electricians uh, alike, um, any kind of technical background training, uh, especially on how to use tools or any kind of hydraulics experience, welding experience uh, from an electrical standpoint, um, an electrical background in drives and computer programming, you know, that'd be great to have. But that's also something that we're not above getting you the necessary training to make you successful. And Jonathan, my question to you would be, um, obviously, so much has has changed. Here we are in in a brand new year. And when it comes to, to any job, we have individuals who, of course, want to find jobs that is going to take care of the basic necessities, whether it's uh, a single individual or someone who is trying to maintain a living for their family. So I guess with where we are currently in the stream of time, with inflation in place, and and just about everything is is just sky high when it comes to, to maintaining the cost of living, I guess the next obvious question when we're talking about these particular jobs, what are the compensation ranges for these skilled? Uh, uh, so it varies per position and trade, but mm-hmm. the average salary over the 150 employees uh, is right around $99,000 a year. You want to say that again? $99,000 a year. Wow. And there's, there's a lot. If, 
there's a lot of publications and videos of, of how Decor pays for performance mm-hmm. uh, on our website. Uh, that anybody that's interested or curious can dig further into that. But that is what we publish. And Jonathan, we are talking jobs that offer quite a bit of good benefits. So with that, what benefits will be available? So our benefits package is very competitive. Um, we offer medical vision, dental, uh, 401k, and profit sharing. Mm-hmm. Uh, also our leads and education, tuition, reimbursement, stock option program. Um, but yeah, our benefits package is very competitive. That's great. So how, when, and where can candidates who are listening to this program apply? Because so far what I'm hearing, I'm sounding good. I probably need to apply myself. So the majority of our job postings will post uh, around March time frame, and they can go apply directly at our website, uh, jobs.newcore.com. Excellent. And I believe, I believe uh, Mr. Leonard uh, has the links posted on the article that came out in the Davidson Local. Yeah, yeah, it should all be in there. I haven't reviewed what was published, but I'm pretty sure. I mean, I included it in the in the in my release, so it should be in there. Okay. And uh, again, anybody that has any questions and wants to talk about this further, I'll be more than happy to field those questions. My number is three three six three three eight ten eleven. I'll kind of be the a guide to get them to your website if they we need to three three six three three eight ten eleven. Excellent. And Joel, with that said, I also wanted to in the last couple remaining minutes of the program talk a little bit about what you are continuing to do, not only to get the word out and have wonderful gentlemen such as Stephen Paul and Jonathan on the program, but I also wanted to bring to light that you write a series of articles that come out on a regular basis where individuals can continue to stay really up to date with the latest information when it comes to workforce development and skilled technicians. Yeah, I actually, as opposed to what most people do during the holidays, I took a break from taking breaks. I actually went back to work and wrote over 10 articles and got 10 more in the hopper on workforce development. And it was the best therapy I've ever had. I didn't get involved in any of the drunken behavior that goes on during the holidays. And I got a chance to really get some additional insight into what's going on and and we're going to be publishing regular interviews like with Newcore at the Davidson County local online newspapers. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, even though it says Davidson County local, there'll be content there that people will want to review. I'll be, I'll be interviewing all the mega sites. I'll be interviewing all the new jobs and big manufacturing jobs that are desperately needing qualified talent in hopes that it helps get the drumbeat and gets more resources ready to take on these jobs. Fantastic. So, Joel, it it goes without saying, I know I'm going to have you back on the program. This is just the beginning of 2023. So we got several more months uh, down the pike to continue with this. But I just wanted to say thank you, my brother, for, for this opportunity to speak with you and Stephen. Thank you. Thank you, Paul. And thank you, Jonathan, for the wonderful things that you're doing in our communities. Gentlemen, please keep up the great work. And, and Jonathan, I want to set up a meeting where you and Stephen get a chance to meet 
Absolutely. And you can help calibrate his, his activity to your needs. That's right. Uh, because okay. he is doing tremendous work. And, uh, and he could be a valued ally to get you qualified talent in there and get the attitudes that are needed to be successful long term. Well, thank you guys very much for having us. You're welcome. And thank you, Radio Family, for, of course, being the wonderful audience that you are. Keep up the great work. I know you're doing some great things in our communities as well. And we will officially bring to a close to jumpstart a great new year. You have been listening to the weekend edition of Community Focus. No goodbyes from me and from our Community Focus family. But until next time, stay safe and everyone take care. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.